Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Thrilled to welcome you to another episode of Zach's. It's time for Hunter's Podcast. Your host, Zach Hill. Hey, welcome to the Speakeasy, a Hunter Solo, whatever you want to call it, it is what it is. I know we're announcing it on the Speakeasy later, but since you are listening to this episode, your podcast feed probably gives you a new logo and stuff like that. So if you got a new logo, yay for you. Um, but I'm here to kind of talk about a film. Now, when you get said announcement, you're going to notice a couple of shows are with me in this new adventure that we're doing. And on those shows, a movie was reviewed, reviewed. And I just want to kind of clear up my thoughts on this because I think that I could have gotten this all wrong. But guess what? If there's a little tension within... Uh, the group already, there's tension already in the group. But I want to get this out. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 came out. And it is divisive. If there's a better word, I don't know. But I want to give my thoughts on this film. So, to start with, I love bad bad B movies. I do. I, if you're a B movie and like not a B movie in the way of like you tried to do it, like you're going out of your way. Like I think of movies like thanks killing and uh birdemic and stuff like that. Like those movies knew exactly what they were. And that's not exactly what I'm going for. Like when I think of movies like the room, I think Tommy Wasu really thought he was making a good movie and it was just pure, utter excitement <laughs> for the viewer to watch what actually went down. Uh, then I think of movies like Return of the Living Dead and stuff like that. Like those movies are gory. They're, they're just dumb fun. They're showing, they're showing body parts. They're showing zombies being zombies. And then there's also movies like Troll 2, where I think those movies are doing kind of the same thing of like, we're trying to put out a good product. This is the best thing we came up with. And this is what you got. I secretly feel that's how this movie is. And by secretly, I mean like, I think everybody was going in with the best intentions. Now, I listened to my friend's reviews, uh, The Wonderful Show. Mr. Wonderful Show, go listen to him. He, he has great takes on everything. And the review at Rob Show, great takes. And when I listened to both of theirs, I even texted them. I said, every reason you're giving why you don't like this movie is exactly why I liked it. And not to say that it rubbed me the wrong way, but 
I feel they gave so much time to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reviews. Like, it was kind of preposterous. Like, it was 15 minutes of their shows where, in my mind, just saying, <laughs> this was shit, and move on. I think that kind of would have played better. But the fact that they went in such a fucking direction of like, oh, this is bad, that is bad, this filming is bad, the story is bad. Let me, let's go on a memory trip right now, guys, if you're listening. Now, if you hate this movie, absolutely understand. I get it, bar none. But when when we're starting actually like film critic this mother sucker, let's film critic. I want to start with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like its entire run of movies, starting with the original, which by the way, I do not like the original. I think it's too slow. I think it's very like boring. I get where he was coming from, kind of trying to make a documentary film. Like I get that that's what it's looking like, but then on top of that, it just doesn't go anywhere even to by the end, like the way they advertise that movie is, oh, this is a gore bath, disgusting movie that you've ever seen, buddy. Nah, it ain't. Even in the time, I don't even think this thing is that. I think the lack of gore is what helps it get good reviews. I, that's my hot take. I think the fact that it was mainstream watchable, I think that's what uh, kind of gave it a good bump. Because I think of movies like Halloween and Friday the 13th where like there's a little, like there's good amounts of gore in Friday the 13th and it has a very low, almost like rotten tomato score. But then you look at Halloween, which has no gore as well. And it's got like, you know, a tomato, uh, the certified tomato. But I digress. Let's get into this uh, for the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original has an 89%. Wow. Then let's move on to part two, a 47%, which is bad, obviously, rotten. Uh, then there is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, starring Matthew McConaughey, 16%. Okay. Leatherface, part three, 19%. Okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel, 37%, okay? Texas Chainsaw, The Beginning, 14%, okay? Texas Chainsaw, which I think is also 3D, 19%. And now this movie sits at a 32%. Now, my feeling here is this seems par for the course for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, Rob... He has said, I hate this series. So I get why you continue to hate this series because it's just playing in the field. Wonderful's take on this is it's a bad movie that doesn't homage the original. I, I agree that since we're getting rid of all those sequels, only the first one and this one matter. The problem is, for my take on this, is that that movie doesn't work in today either. Like Halloween 2018 is way more gory, but does a good job of like the the telling of the story of Laurie Strode, where she is, what's going on and stuff like that. Like that legitimately is a good movie. And I also have a hot take on this. I think 
with the runtime of an hour and 23 minutes of this movie because whether it's Netflix or Legendary, the people putting it out, whatever, when they saw the original cut of this movie, I think they said this is eerily way too similar to 2018's Halloween. We have to ditch the original character's uh, majority of story. So I think they they trimmed her storyline down. That's why it's an hour and 23 minutes. I think it probably was an hour and 40, which would have been way too long for this movie. I think an hour and 23 is probably one of my big thumbs up about watching this on top of the gore. Because let me tell you guys, oh my goodness, I've never seen a gore so good in this movie. Okay, this like... I love the kills. They are so like disgusting that even when I'm watching it, I don't turn away. Like it makes me think of stuff like Saw or Hostel. Those I I do turn away. I'm not, I, I don't like watching those. This, this was like, I mean, a guy's arm gets like his hands ripped and his bone showing and then he gets stabbed with it. That's some, like, that's iconic, like, slasher, in my opinion. Um, then on top of that, uh, let's go into other films. Now, again, I know I know what you're saying. I did for Leatherface. I did all those. It looks like it's par for the course. I'm still harping on this B-movie. Now, a lot of people, when they look at B-movies, bad reviews from the get, and then they find cult followings. And... Not to say that this is going to be a cult smash hit, but I'm telling you, this is what vibes I got from it. Like, I got B-movie, C-movie even, uh, vibes. Hence it being on Netflix. Like, no one paid a hard-earned cash to go see this. You pay for your Netflix account. You probably watch Netflix a lot. Like, you probably paid 50 cents to watch this. So why hate on it as much as it's getting right now. It's a Netflix movie. Half of Netflix movies aren't good. So let's move on to my next thing I want to talk about of rating systems since we're hooked on that because, you know, consensus is Rotten Tomato score for audience and uh, reviews. This movie's bad. I want to name some movies uh, that are bad that people like. Predator 2 has a 30% Rotten Tomato score and 44% audience. So, so far right now, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has a better score than that movie. Freddy vs. Jason, 41% critic, 50 audience. Okay, both hated, but we love them. Jason X, 19% critic score, 25% audience score. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I like this movie better than Jason X. But as a double feature, I could do this. That's all I'm saying. Now, here are two. <laughs> I did these two on purpose if they're listening. Pixels. 18% on Red Tomatoes. 48 audience score. That's a pretty hated film. The Mummy, 2017, 16% 
audience score, 35. Oh, I'm sorry. 16% critic, 35% audience score. Seems like we're kind of close on that one, guys. Okay, so just to kind of finalize this, Rotten Tomato scores, critic scores, all that shit don't matter. To the person, you can like a movie, obviously. Rob preaches that all the time. If it's for you, cool. Wonderful, he went hard into the paint on this review. I am taking as is. I put it on on a Sunday at like 4 p.m. I watched it, ood odd every gore scene. And then even like by the end, I was like, Everything happened in this movie. Is it a movie that you need to pay attention to the plot? If you did, wow, bravo, because you were writing notes. <laughs> but even the basic plot of this, where like, and Wonderful brought this up, was it's about these influencers going to the town, buying the town, and then wanting to sell the town. That is the most today thing 2022 I've ever heard. We have influencers buying mansions and staying there. That's practically where this idea must have came from of just being like, what if we get the, what if we get them there? Now, I think if they could have bought the house and they lived there, that would have been fine. Hell, remnants of Halloween Resurrection where they stay at Mikey's, kind of like that. But to like, yeah, that's bad. And the way they get to their deaths is very slashery. Like the, like everybody's saying, everybody does exactly how to get to Leatherface to kill them. Yep, that's about right. I'm into that. I'm into it so much. <laughs> and then we are blessed with the amazing uh, on this bus um, and they, 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 they are all looking at Leatherface once he boards said bus and they're like, we're going to cancel you. And then he just revs that chainsaw and goes to town. That scene alone was worth the watch in my opinion. Just amazing stuff. Amazing. Um, it's a bad movie. I'm putting it right there. It's bad. It, it's it's cast is definitely B-level entries, except the, I'm going to say the main girl or co-main girl, because she was in eighth grade, Bo Burnham's eighth grade, and it took a long ass time to figure out who it was because she doesn't have blonde hair in this, but I, th I, I definitely think she can, you know, recover from this movie and move on. Um, it's, it's just, it's just C-level acting a new director who obviously wanted to make a slasher and he got the Texas Chainsaw IP to do it. Um, Fetty Alvarez produced it and came up with the story. He didn't write it. He just came up with the story. Like I'm going to give Fede, <laughs> I'm giving him a pass. Yeah. I called him Fede. Uh, I'm giving him a pass because if Sam Raimi, can come out with 13 bullshits in one year. <laughs> you get my pass, Alvarez.
<laughs> All right, this went 15 minutes. That's about what everybody else gave their review time for. So if you enjoyed this, hit subscribe. Go to our YouTube, Throw Me Podcast Network. That's where everybody share. Review It Rob, Wonderfuls, Zach Speakeasy, and Haunter's Podcast is all a part of. Um, if, if you hear all three of our reviews and would like to see a like discussion on this film, let me know. I would love to talk to the guys and not swerve anybody's decision. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody feels how they want to feel, but I would love a mediator. Maybe could be Brooke talking to us. If you want to see that, make it happen guys. All right. So thanks for uh, listening. Listen to Zach Speakeasy, which comes out Thursday with everybody on it. And we're going to talk Peacemaker. We're going to talk HHN. We're talking all of it, baby. All right, bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. And please remember to always drink responsibly.